All right. I want to talk to you guys about Masterclass. I think this is so brilliant and so fun. With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, at your own pace, from the comfort of your living room. You can watch it on your phone, your smart TV, the web, anywhere. There's over 180 classes from a range of world-class instructors. So that thing that you've always wanted to do is closer than you think. Uh, I personally decided to watch Natalie Portman's masterclass. Um, it made sense for me. She's really fun to watch anyways, but I'm always trying to kind of improve my acting skills and kind of hone in on things. So I highly, highly recommend that you check it out. And this holiday, you can give one annual membership and get one for free. So go to masterclass.com slash twilight effect today. That's masterclass.com slash twilight effect today. Terms apply. Hi, Ashley here, letting you know that you can listen to The Twilight Effect ad-free on Amazon Music. You are listening to The Twilight Effect, an unofficial Twilight podcast. everyone. Welcome back to The Twilight Effect. I am your host, Ashley. I am your co-host, Melanie. Um, we have a really fun <laughs> day today. Um, it's all about fan interaction. We had you guys write in. We have some fans doing some trivia on the show. Um, and we have some more favors to ask of you guys. So we're going to I'm going to jump on in. Jump on in? Yeah. How's uh, how's your day going, Mel? My day? Yeah. Uh, my day's pretty good. Thanks for asking. Just um, sitting in your kitchen doing a podcast. <laughs> getting how's ready your day going? Getting ready for the holidays? Um, uh, actually, yeah. I've decided to try to put together Friendsgiving in a week. So, oh boy. You know what? There, well, you go all out when you do part. I'm like, we do Friendsgivings and we're like, everyone just bring something. Um, I'm going to try to do that. I really am going to try. I'm going to try to it's tone it down. You like to control, like it is, we do that, but I'm also like, we always, I always make sure there's like a good base that way. If like people bring not great stuff, <laughs> we're covered. I know. It's just for me, it's the decorations. Like I sent a picture to Tom of just like, you know, those little 16 inch like rose gold letter balloons. It just says Friendsgiving. I'm going to really try to just keep it at that, but I think we all know. Yeah. We yeah. Know you. you know, it's if I go a month without planning something, I feel like, what am I going to do? What's happening? Um, forbid. Yeah. I feel like we all know with you, there's going to be like spray painted palm. <laughs> Honestly, I am so palm spray painted out. It's not even funny, but um, God, why do you have to say that? <laughs> just spray paint some we're like spray painting some of that like um you know that multicolored corn with the like husk I think I'm gonna spray paint yeah. it gold and we're gonna do like little like name tags and put it on plates like we're doing a really like night it's a the first Thanksgiving with the baby so obviously Aww. we have to do something cute um so we're doing decorations but like not we're like basically like doing white pumpkins and decorating those and then the like gold spray painted corn little name tags Wait, why aren't I invited to your Friendsgiving? Can we I'm talk not about having a Friendsgiving. Oh, <laughs> who's having one? You're having one. I usually do have one. Oh, but I But we're see. actually, we get back the day before Thanksgiving. So I was like, have fun, moms. Um, 
we're going to be in Liverpool and we get back the 23rd. So I'm like planning this all as much as possible before I leave. Um, And like going shopping with my mom this weekend to get like whatever dry goods ingredients we can get possibly. And like I created a menu and like did everything that I could do because I felt really bad because I'm like basically leaving it up to my mom and uh, Paul's mom and my dad to make Thanksgiving happen because we're we're not here. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring you um, my, uh, whatchamacallit, my cranberry sauce. Do you don't like it? cranberry sauce, do you? No, I do. I like it homemade, though. I hope. What? 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 Who do you think you're talking to over here? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I had a feeling. Um, okay, amazing. Oh, my gosh. Of course. It's actually, I got it from my friend, Anne, who used to be the Beckham's private chef. She is no joke. She's I'll from England. It. Yeah. She worked with like all the big chefs. She, yeah. It's her recipe, but I adopted it and uh, it's oh, yeah, lovely. That was so. one, of the, one of the things on our menu because I want to do like a very like traditional, not over, like I don't want to have too many elements to it. I want it to be like a very yeah. like lovely traditional Thanksgiving. I'm falling more towards traditional these days as well, but you have to have cranberry sauce. And for my dad and my aunt, they love it if it's in the shape of a can and I'm like, what the? I know, but like that is how they want it. They do not want mine. Mine is beautiful. I want it's yours. Like, oh my gosh. I even make the mold wine that goes into, oh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, okay. We'll take it. So you mark that That's off really list. exciting bring you. for me because that was like one of the only things on my list that I had to do. So <laughs> I'm making like the homemade apple pie and the cranberry sauce. So this is great news. Do you remember the time you had me make a pie for you? <laughs> Shh. <laughs> yes, I do. It was for a magazine. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, that was good. It was a beautiful funny. Well, we, I was. asked you and then we were like, your mom got pawned off on your mom. I know. Well, because I was too busy, so she made it. Yeah, she did a beautiful job. I could never have yeah. made that. I photographed it, so <laughs> I feel like which, no one needs to know. No one needs to know. It's been so long. They'll never know. I know. Um, we'll never okay, know. <laughs> enough about our food. I'm starving. Um <laughs> Let's get back to this really fun episode that is dedicated to the fans. So we went to our social media and asked you guys if you could give us what you think is the most epic or iconic scene of all of the Twilight films. Um, I was so curious to see what was going to come up on this because that's a like all of the movies. There's a lot of iconic moments. Yeah, it was tough, but you guys definitely came through. I mean, what we had a screenshot like hundreds of pages of of responses, which was cool. Paul kept asking me to do something and I was like, I can't, I'm busy right now. I'm just like <laughs> screenshotting and like going through so many screenshots, but that's, thank you guys for being so responsive yeah. and getting us to us so quickly. Um, so I think let's jump into, uh, we comprised it of the top, your top 10. Um, mm-hmm. so let's, let's, see yeah, we'll got. see if we agree. <laughs> True. All right. Coming in at number 10, Cullens walk into the cafeteria, Bella and Edward in the meadow. Oh, that's, a that's a tie. Oh, my goodness. I prefer the cafeteria because I'm in it. Me too, actually. <laughs> well, not just because you're in it, because that's just like the moment we've all been waiting for to see the whole fam. Yeah, it's the first time you guys see us, huh? Yeah. I mean, the Bella and Edward in the meadow is more of a visual for me rather than like, a I moment. don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I think of, yeah. I, think so. I don't so, know. I think, yeah. I agree with the cafeteria scene. Um, I do as well. Um, all right. Number nine. 
Bella releasing her mind to Edward. So this one would have been higher up on the list for me. I loved this moment. I did too. But honestly, if I were to think of my first 10, that wouldn't be up there just because I think just because it happens at such the very end. Mm -hmm. Um, So many of my most iconic moments are in the first one because that's the most iconic movie uh, that it's hard for me to get. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It kind of goes from there and then to the rest of the movies. But I do agree that one slipped my mind, but that is a damn good one. Yeah, that one to me was just so special. And I was, I think I like teared up. <laughs> like, oh my God. She's like, well, you don't need to ask me if I teared up. I was probably sobbing for my sixth time by then. <laughs> for all of these moments. For um, all of them, yeah. <laughs> uh, number eight, prom, more specifically, Bella and Edward in the gazebo. I yes. Mean, that's a beautiful moment for sure. I don't, I also. I don't, yeah, it's a beautiful moment. I don't know. It's not like su- it wasn't like super impactful for me, but I also think it's I, I have a different relationship with these characters and these people. So yeah, I would agree with very very special, impactful. I think you're right on the dot there, but it was. It's still yeah, it's a really great one. Number seven, Bella, where you been, Loca? <laughs> that one really made it. <laughs> I'm surprised that one made, but that one's like, I mean, you know, it's, a, it's number seven. I'm, I was surprised by that one, but uh, it is hilarious. Like it does stick in your mind for sure. I, I'm, I'm going to be dead honest. Like that one is more prominent to me now that we've done the podcast where before it wasn't something like for me, it was more Mike and his hat. I would agree. I had no idea. There's a whole, there's a whole world out there surrounding this line right here. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm actually surprised that like that made it over like some of the other scenes with Bella and Jake. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 was the one that made it. But you know what? The people have spoken. The people have spoken. That's right. (laughs) Nessie is number six, which I agree with. (laughs) Yeah. It's iconic basically because she like her voice turns into the flippant Hulk. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, she's going to harm you. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and she actually can. I know. I'm just, I, that, that's not what I see in that moment. For me, I'm just dying laughing, hearing her say it. Don't make me do it again. <laughs> we're going to cut, cut back to when you did it. Named my daughter after the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's definitely a memorable moment for sure. I think number five is like way more like if you now that I'm looking at number six, and number five together, I'm like number five is way more of an iconic moment in my mind. Um, yeah, yeah, it's Bella waking up as a newborn, which I feel like oh, yeah. we've been waiting for for a very long time. Yeah. I mean, and that's at the very end of the movie as well. And so it's like this epic cliffhanger. Not that we don't know what's going to happen next because we've all read the books at this point, but it was just like... It's the same, I think, as everyone like wanting to see us walk into, like wanting to meet the Collins for the first time. I think it's the same thing where like you're meeting Bella as a newborn and a vampire for the first time. Like, what is that going to look like? What is she going to move like? Well, she goes from pretty to prettier. (laughs) Yeah, definitely does. I'm like, okay, stop it now. Yeah. Okay. Number four is the Breaking Dawn 2 battle. I, I mean, agree, well, yeah. obviously I've spoken at length how much I enjoyed filming this scene. You know what though? There's like actually iconic scenes within this scene. Yeah. There's a lot of moments in this scene. It's like a, it's, it's got a lot going on. Yeah. I mean, the number one, obviously being the fake out moment where you see Carlisle's head hanging there. Well, that's the next, uh, that's number three. <laughs> 
oh, look at me moving right ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that all comes – I mean, it is – that entire the battle, like it's just cool because I feel like everyone gets a very cool moment. Um, and you see all of these superhumans going head to head. Yeah, because of the fake out, you get to see things that I think people never expected to see in their wildest dreams or their yeah, nightmares. You even you even get an insight as to how Mothballs is just done. <laughs> He's just he wants to go. Like I know nobody how do you would think ever that know that conversation is like on the ride home. <laughs> the ride home as they all disappeared in a flash he looks to the right he's like no he's like so that's how you feel huh that's yeah we need i need to know what happened to him after that i feel like he just like disappears he's, <laughs> he's like, like fine you out fine bye bye see ya um yeah number two the wedding, the wedding which yeah the wedding was just stunning yeah Listen, there's so many people that have now had the, a wedding based off of what they saw in this scene. So that in itself is huge. Um, but I think they just did such a beautiful job. It really like I think you were like transported to that moment. Well, specifically the moment where they're kissing like no one's around. And then actually when you show their moment, no one is actually around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> Thank God. The, that's the part for me. That's it. Um, right. Number one, I was pleasantly surprised um, to see was the baseball scene. Yes. Which, I mean, I agree. It's pretty, like, I, I love that scene so much. And it's so, and I've talked about this many times, but like, it, it was so cool for me to see. Like, if you saw what we filmed, <laughs> you would never, ever, ever, ever in a million years think that this would be. Uh, this would be the number one or on anyone's list of an iconic seat. It just, it, when you put all the pieces together, like Catherine obviously had it in her head, but we didn't see, um, everything she had. And like, of course we didn't know what music was going to go along with it, but like the way it came together was just so incredible. And I love that scene so much. Um, which I know you guys did too, because it was like a one by a landslide. So, yeah, there's some honorable mentions. Those were all really good. There's some honorable mentions that didn't make it to the top 10, which some of them one in particular I am very surprised about. And I'm just going to jump ahead to that particular one, which was Edward stopping the truck. That for me was like such a moment where I was like, oh my God, I'm going to eat him. I'm like <laughs> so many different things. You're just like the music, the setup of it. It was just so. You just like swooned. Yeah. But I mean, squealed. just the music, every single squealed. Um, no, like the whole part of it was just. Every element of it did it for me. I don't know where on that list it would come because there's some pretty good ones. I think it would have come before in place of Nessie for me. Um, but yeah, some of the other ones were Rosalie's Revenge, which was... Ooh, I agree yeah. with that one. That one, I love that scene. Yeah, yeah that, one was, that one was good. Bella's Depression, I think... I get why maybe it's not on, on there because it is this like depressing state, but like from a like film standpoint... The camera movements and the colors and the the music oh, it's, and like, it's just I I love that scene so much. It is just such a beautiful way to depict what is going on, and I feel like everyone got it. Like you see yeah. that scene, and they were just like, "Oh, I know exactly how she's feeling." Yeah, it's big and it's beautiful. Yeah, definitely. Um, Bella saving Edward in New Moon. Uh, oh, yeah, that's yeah. a nice switch up. Yeah. Um, this one's good. I wouldn't have put it on the top yeah, 10 you know either, what? but that's good. The but. Bella saving Edward new moon. I'm actually, I'm surprised that that for me is like an impactful moment. 
I think when you There's like so see her, many like, impactful moments. But that one is like like it's like a movie moment. Yeah. I'm surprised that one's not on there too. Um, Jake jumping over Bella and transforming. Also, I'm that's a big moment too. Yeah. Surprise. And yeah, I think that one should be on there. I think if I for me, I would probably take out eight, six, seven, and eight and replace them. <laughs> Uh, which is Nessie, Bella, where where you been, Loka, and the prom moment, which I know, I know I'm going to get, everyone's going to fight me on that one. Um, no, I don't fight you on that one. I would as well. But I would I would replace those with her depression and her saving Edward and uh, Jake turning into a, a, vamp- a vampire. Come on, no, no stopping the truck, huh? It didn't do it for me the same way. <laughs> oh, man. I feel... Like you're wrong and I'm right. And that's just this what it is. Okay, so here's the thing is the BD2 battle. Really, the best part of that was the fake out. So I agree with removing four, five, and six and replacing it with Edward stopping the truck. <laughs> you get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess no, that's the other like ones. kind of similar, the fake out and the and the battle. Like if you could like lump that in together. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I want to tell you guys about something called Relief Band. Um, I really love this product. I wish that I had this product while I was pregnant because I definitely experienced some nausea and there's nothing worse. It just really takes you out of everything. Um, and, uh, And this product is something you can put on. It actually really works. There's nothing worse than when a product says that it's going to do something, but it actually doesn't. They have an A plus better business bureau rating of over 100,000 satisfied customers. So you know that they're a brand that you can trust. You've really got to check out Relief Band. It is the number one FDA cleared anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more. Whether you need everyday nausea relief or just an occasional cure from nausea, their patented technology makes feeling sick a thing of the past. Relief Band is legitimately a band that you wear on your wrist to give you relief from nausea. And you can change the intensity depending how you're feeling to make it stronger or make it weaker. And I can tell you firsthand that Relief Band actually works I have given it to my mom. I've given it to my husband. Um, My mom, for some reason, recently uh, has just kind of developed nausea that comes and goes, but it's just so nice for her to have on hand. So if you want a band that actually works at relieving your nausea, check out Relief Band. Right now, we've got an exclusive offer just for Twilight Effect listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code Twilight Effect, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping and a no questions asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use our promo code Twilight Effect for 20% off plus free shipping. All right, so the holidays are quickly approaching, and if you want to avoid boring, basic, and bland gifts this year, Uncommon Goods is your secret weapon. Uncommon Goods is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free by scouring the globe for the most remarkable and truly unique gifts for everyone on your list. Whether you're shopping for your secret Santa or your entire family, Uncommon Goods knows exactly what they want. I love 
love, love how unique each item is. And I was able to find gifts that are really personal to each family member. And I know that when they open their gifts, they're going to be able to tell that a lot of thought went into it. And also when you shop at Uncommon Goods, you're supporting artists and small independent businesses. They are fine products, often made from small batches. So if you want to get in on this, I would advise that you shop now before they sell out this holiday season. From art and jewelry to kitchen, home and bar, Uncommon Goods has something for everyone. Not the same lackluster gifts you find just anywhere. And with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give back $1 to a nonprofit partner of your choice. They've donated more than $2.5 million to date. So to get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash twilight effect. That's uncommongoods.com slash twilight effect for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer uncommon goods. We're all out of the ordinary. Well, those are great. Thanks for playing along. I'm a, uh, in other news, so I'm, I'm, uh, listening to, uh, midnight sun right now. And, uh, it's really cool to see in depth how that scene plays out from Edward's perspective versus Bella's. It is such a like yeah. longer, more lengthy thing than like what you see, what you saw in the Twilight book or definitely what you see in the film. Um, and the like torment <laughs> that he goes through because of this is, is right. insane. Um, well, yeah, because he's off like trying to figure out how to control himself and she's just at school going like, what happened? <laughs> Well, so, like, and it would just be so easy just to let, let her, you know, get, let her get taken out because he's having, so, like, you really, I don't know if you've, like, gotten into the thick of it yet, but, like, look, finally getting to read Midnight Sun, uh, you really see the, like, struggle that he goes through and how it would really just be easy to let her get taken out. Um, and then he, he can't do it and he doesn't. And I don't know. It's very cool. Anyways, that's for another time. Um, I will tell you, though, that when those 15 pages leaked back in the day, mm -hmm. I got a hold of them before they went away and printed those suckers out. And I was like holding on for dear life to every last word that I can get out of that experience. And yeah, I just remember that. And I was, now I can read it. I'm going to listen to it. Who am I kidding? It's really, I was like, what are you listening to? I'm like, you get out of here. Very <laughs> Mind you, being transported back to Edward. Um, okay, so um, thank you guys again for sending in all of your top Twilight moments. Uh, that was that was really cool to go through. Um, yeah. Now we're gonna move on to uh, some really fun emails um, that we got from you guys and stories that we've gotten from you guys. And there's never, I feel like, listen, there's never like a shortage of all the different meaningful ways that the saga has been there for so many of you. Um, and it's always really, really uh, impactful when you send them in and, and share with us. So thank you for sharing those kind of sometimes really like intimate private things with us. Um, it means a lot. Um, so we went ahead and uh, picked out some of the emails that we received that we're going to share with you all. So we're going to go through some of them. Um, so the first one, uh, let's just jump into it. So 
Hello, Ashley and Melanie. My name is Claudia, aka Party Poison with Angel City Derby. And first of all, I have to say I am so glad you two are doing this podcast. It's making me so happy. I'm convinced each new episode adds a year to my life. Honestly, though, Twilight was such a pivotal time for me, and there will never be anything like the Twilight effect for me ever again. When the movie was announced, I lost my mind, screaming when the trailer was released. My friend and I both went and got Twilight tattoos together. Um, Wow. We both got I Dream About Being With You Forever, but mine literally takes up my whole rib cage. I go hard, ladies. I go hard. I feel like we would get along, Claudia. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Ashley, I have zero expectations of you remembering this, but I think my tattoo may have been one of the first that... one of the first that you saw the you hosted an event at a club in Las Vegas with Kellen and Peter in 2008 before the movie came out and my friends and I got a table oh my gosh um I have pictures from this this event that I look at often um at some point I ended up in the ladies room at the same time as you and your BFF Katie and we talked for what felt like 10 minutes or so just three tipsy girls having a chat I told you I had the tattoo and you asked to see it So I showed you my rib tattoo and you asked for a picture with me. This is usually my line. Uh, I was (laughs) so stunned. Uh, Then you had me take pictures of you and Katie, which I remember you had as your Twitter picture when you first got an account for a moment. Oh, that's so cool. Um, That's a great story. It is. That's this is. Wow. Nostalgia is real. Um, (laughs) Since I was such a huge Twilight fan, I went and saw 100 Monkeys in 2010. Uh, 100 Monkeys is Jackson Rathbone's band. Uh, And Imagine Dragons opened for them. What? (laughs) Imagine Dragons opened for 100 Monkeys. I got to talk to Jackson about this. I met a girl through their shows and started working at her t-shirt store. This is where a bunch of local roller derby skaters got their shirts and jerseys made. They recruited me and I have been playing roller derby for 11 years, which is the best thing I ever did for myself and where I found my chosen family. So thanks to Twilight, I am a roller derby skater. Oh, wow. That was wow, amazing. Thank you for sharing all that. That is that's just cool on so many different levels. Like every time I read a new paragraph, I was like, mind blown. Yeah. Wow. And you remember that too. I'd love to see photos from that night. We are on to the next one. Hello. Love your show. It's so fun to revisit and listen to cast stories. I was introduced to Twilight before the movies with the books. My dad, who I've always been close to, was a very all-American dad. He would coach our sports teams and help with our math and history homework, casual dad things. We lived in Germany during the twilight years and the books weren't super accessible. My dad had a business trip in the US in 2007 and bought the first twilight book since it was the bestseller and read it on the plane home. When he got home with it, I was so excited because I finally got to read it. He bought the books when he could and we continued to read all the books at the same time. I finished the second book while he was reading the third and in true dad fashion, he stopped reading so I could read the third book since I could not wait. (laughs) His favorite character while reading was always Alice. He thinks she is such a good friend and so cute. And of course, Charlie, because of his dad energy. (laughs) His favorite scene in the movies has got to be when Charlie cocks his gun and tells Bella to bring Edward in. (laughs) He also loved when Alice returns in New Moon and can't get over the dog smell. My favorite scene is obviously the baseball scene, which is that greatest scene in cinematic history. And that is a hill I will die on. (laughs) Love you and Kellen recreating that scene. (laughs) 
All of my Twilight memories are wrapped up in my dad. We read all the books and then discuss them. We were both Team Edward. We went to see the movies in the theaters when they first came out, and we still watch all the movies together about once a year. I love that my dad took an interest in something I loved. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's making me tear up. This is so sweet. <laughs> I'm such a sap. Okay. Have babies, they said. Okay. I love that my dad took an interest in something I loved with my whole heart, even though it didn't seem like something he would enjoy. Thanks for the trip down memory lane. Love, Samantha. That's so And I'm in tears. Aww. <laughs> that is so sweet. God, I'm such a crier. Thanks a lot, Samantha. No, seriously, that was absolutely beautiful. What an incredible story. Yeah, thank you for Thanks sharing, Thanks so much for guys. sending that in. <laughs> wow. Goodness me. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. lucky you. I'm up next. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Hi, Ashley and Mel. My name is Kate and I absolutely loved, loved, loved this thrilling journey you both have taken us on for a reliving of my favorite movie saga of all time. You've gotten me through my first few months of being a first-time mama, made me laugh so hard I cry, and all around brought so many smiles and joy to my life throughout this podcast journey. I know I'm not speaking for myself when I say how impactful, engaging, and amazing it's been. Ashley, I hope you're enjoying your new role. Mel, I hope you're doing so well. Congratulations, Caitlin. I love that so much. New mamas for the win. Um, yeah, new mamas unite. Oh, these are so sweet. They are. We have, is this one more? Yeah, I think this is the last one. From Bailey. Hi, Ashley and Mel. I'm a big fan of Twilight. I love, love, love your and Mel's podcast. It's so interesting to see your perspective of the movies. I think I have a funny thing you might want to show on the podcast. I got a Twilight tattoo a couple weeks ago, and I think it's the greatest thing. LOL. Do with this what you'd like. It's from the Twilight book. Do I dazzle you? Love it. <laughs> I do. I love it too. Oh, yeah, we definitely have to pop that up. That is great. Do I nice work, me. Bailey. Thank you. You do dazzle me, Bailey. You sure do. <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. And the last thing we'll have to pop up, that this is something Amberson is a meme, and it definitely resonates with me real hard. <laughs> um, we, call, we call, my husband calls me the restaurant, and I call myself <laughs> Mother Milk. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a picture of James. Uh, and it says my my breastfeeding baby whenever I enter the room. It's a picture of James saying you brought a snack, and that is one thousand percent the truth, ain't it? <laughs> she literally, it's like my baby could be chilling on my husband, and the second I walk in the room, she's like, "Feed me!" Like she smells me from a mile away. It's oh yeah, it's both sweet and unfortunate sometimes. <laughs> yeah, survival instincts are strong. Yeah, she's like, "Give it to me now." But you know what? These are the moments I'll never get back. Oh, I also just want to throw this out there quickly. We got a letter from some, someone named Sydney, and I just want to say um, I'm super excited. She sent us some some stuff that she wrote. Um, so got your letter. Thank you so much for sharing it, and I'm really excited to read what you wrote. Okay, so we are going to move on to Twilight Trivia and do a fan face off. Um, a lot of our fans are really confident in their Twilight knowledge, which why wouldn't they be? Um, <laughs> most of you know more <laughs> about Twilight than I do. Um, so we decided that we were going to make you guys uh, face off and compete against each other. Because I feel like every time the fans compete against us, we just lose. Um, so 
<laughs> so we're going to add in some really fun elements uh, to this game, though. So we're going to do, you know, traditional questions, but then we're also going to add in a lifeline to myself if you don't know the answer, which hopefully I can help you out. Um, and then also something called switcheroo. So this is basically where if you don't know the answer, but you're able to share one unique fun fact that you know about the movies, um, then that will supplement and be used instead of your answer. So, um, some fun little switch ups here. I love that. Uh, Yeah. I think it's gonna be really fun. Um, so without further ado, we're going to introduce, uh, the two super fans who are going to be competing against one another first, uh, Riley. Hi, how are you? Thank you for joining us. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Um, tell me where are you calling in from first? I'm calling in from Bider, Texas, which is close to Louisiana. Nice. I love your accent. I'm right Thank you. of the South and being home. Um, so tell me what your Twilight, we, obviously the show is called Twilight Effect. So um, quickly, just interested to hear what your kind of overall Twilight Effect was and how it impacted your life. Uh, when the Twilight DVD came out on, yeah, when Twilight came out on DVD, my sister dragged me to it. I was nine years old and that night she made me watch it and I fell in love with it and I've been in love with it ever since. Read the books a million times. Oh, tell your sister. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I will. Amazing. And then next we have Eric joining us. Hello. How you doing? Hey, I'm so well. How are you guys today? Good. Good. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from West Hollywood, California. Hey, my new home. Oh, welcome. (laughs) Well, I've been here for a while, but now this is, I remember my mom was so sad whenever I, um, stopped calling Florida home and I started calling California home. She was like, oh no, yeah. we've lost you. But <laughs> did you grow up here or where did you come in from? Uh, no. So I grew up in Michigan and I went to school in New York and then I moved to LA 10 years ago. And I had a similar thing. I, I changed on my Facebook at one point, like <laughs> current city, West Hollywood, like from New York. And my mom saw it and she was like, Eric, you're not from New York. Why would you say that? You're from Michigan. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, a chain chain of command, like it's just where I was last. <laughs> yeah, you know? it's what I associate with now. <laughs> right. I know, poor parents. Um, okay, and then tell me what your Twilight Effect was. I I feel like I have um, such a, a deep connection with Twilight because I first saw the Twilight movie um, in college, and I was a freshman in college when it came out. And so I saw the movie, and I was like, oh, I think I like this setup. I want to, you know, read the books. So then I read all the books and then I became like a twihard of the of the <laughs> movies and the books. And my senior year came around and Breaking Dawn Part 1 was out at that point and I had no idea what to write for my senior thesis and I just kept like talking about Twilight all the time with my friends and they were like, "Eric, wh- why don't you do something with Twilight?" And I was like, Okay, I could do that. So I ended up writing my senior college thesis, like 30 pages on um, representations of masculinity and young adult literature as seen through Stephanie Meyer's Twilight. Wow. I love that. Nice. It was really wild. And and I feel like I manifested her, um, was it her 10-year anniversary version where she gender swapped the characters? Because I wrote a lot about how a a lot of people talked about Bella being kind of like a backstep in like the feminist movement, how she was so dependent on this man, this vampire. But you also have Alice, you also have Rosalie, these really extremely strong protective female characters that like Bella might have been the main protagonist and she might have, you know, until the very end, like 
been kind of that damsel in distress all the time. Mm-hmm. But you can't ignore that like Rosalie had her own inhibitions and her own like like yeah. journey through life and Alice could see the future and could protect her. And there were some really strong elements in these feminine characters that were, I considered in my thesis, like masculine characteristics played by, you know, female characters, which was awesome. Yeah. And then being um, indigenous, I'm part of the uh, Cherokee tribe. It was a really awesome first kind of experience I saw of Native Americans represented on camera in a contemporary modern world that wasn't like old wild, wild west. Mm -hmm. And we got to see some of their stories, um, which are some of my family and history stories. And, um, and I just like, I just fallen in love with it again and again and again. (laughs) That's awesome. That is so, okay. I got to know, did you, (laughs) what did you get on your thesis? Listen, I had one of the toughest (laughs) teachers. I got a B plus, which to me was like, awesome. And I know it was great. I made this huge three-tier board for like the presentation in class. And I had like a movie poster. I cut out um, Bella, Edward, and Jacob and put it in the middle. And I called it masculinity, a bloody good time. <laughs> like, had all these different pictures. <laughs> this is awesome. And it was really cool. It was, I was really proud of that. Oh my God. I love you. That is so cool. Well done. <laughs> That's really neat. Thank you. Yeah. Very cool. Um, okay. Should we jump into this? Yes, we should. Let's do it. All right. So we have six questions and a tiebreaker if need be. And I'm going to start with Riley. You ready? Yes. Okay. Uh, Movie Twilight. The quote is, I just don't like narrow-mindedness, you know? Who said it? Was it A, Jessica, B, Jacob, C, Mike, or D, Charlie? Charlie. That is correct. Oh, yikes. I didn't know that, so. (laughs) (laughs) You pretend I did. I don't think I knew that either, but it sounds accurate knowing Charlie. (laughs) What did he, sorry, this is, (laughs) they're going to be like, shut up, Ashley. What did he say that in regards to? Uh, It's in the extended edition. So (sighs) there's like a scene in the book where Bella was asking about the Cullens. Yes, they're in the diner. Yes, and he went on a rant about how the town is like, talking about the Cohen's and how they don't back to, you know, they don't do anything wrong. I only just saw that extra clip in the last few months. And I'm like, what is this? I've never seen this part. And that's (laughs) impressive that you got that. Yeah. Well done. Okay. Yeah. All right, Eric, you ready? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number two is from Eclipse. Caius will be interested to know that she's still human. Jane. Yes. I knew that I knew one. That one Eclipse too. is my favorite. Yeah. I knew that one too. The, the darker one. I know. I feel like everything, especially because we see Victoria from the beginning, you know, everything leads up to what's Victoria going to do. And we finally get that payoff in Eclipse. It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. We rewatched it and I was like, oh man, I really like this. Yeah. Like I, I, for some reason, didn't, I don't know, like I just hadn't, I hadn't thought about it in a long time. It was like, oh yeah, Eclipse is fine and watched it and was like, oh, I'm so into, like it keeps you like on the edge of your seat the whole time. I think it brings a lot of the elements back from the original film that we don't have in New Moon, Mm -hmm. kind of the, like the blueiness, the like quicker movement stuff. And I I feel like there's a pattern, like Twilight, Catherine did a really amazing job. Like you guys have mentioned the podcast with like fast motion and that moodiness and angstiness. And then um, Chris made New Moon so romantic and bright and colorful. And yeah. And then Eclipse kind of brings some of that back from Twilight. And then we get more colors again in Breaking Dawn. It's like a really nice. Yeah. 
I need those phone so filters, nice. the Twilight phone filters. Oh, yeah. You oh, can yeah. put the colors. Mm-hmm. Oh, those are so cool. Christmas is coming, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number three, Riley. Uh, breaking down part one. This isn't your territory anymore. How's the new family working out? Is that A, Sam, B, Jared, C, Paul, or D, Embry? I think it's Embry. Final answer? Yeah. It's Paul. Mm. Oh, my God. Those ones are always so tough. That is hard. That's a flipping hard one. I get some of the wolves confused. Yeah. Sometimes. The wolves are tough. Yeah, it is tough. Um, Okay. Number four, Eric. New moon. These are trade secrets. Damn it. This chick runs with vampires. Is it A, Jared, B, Embry, C, Quill, D, Leah? Leah's not in New Moon, so I will take her out of the equation. It, it was Jared, Quill, or Embry? Mm-hmm. Who's Jared? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I want to say Quill was like the really young, naive one, and I don't feel like he would be that quick to bite at Jacob about it. So maybe Embry? Final answer? I don't know, Mel. You tell me. (laughs) If I say final answer, you already know. (laughs) The answer is... Okay, it's Quill. Jared! Oh! Who's Jared? (laughs) Nobody knows. Riley, who's Jared? (laughs) Jared? I mean, I don't know how to explain who he is, but he's just, you know... uh, He's one of the wolves. He's one of the younger ones, right? Oh, no, no, no. He must. I, ju- I remember Embry, Quill, and Paul and Sam really yeah. well. And then who is Jared? I get, Jared. It's Jared and Embry that I get mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are currently tied, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Number five, Riley. Eclipse. Our kind is never more physically powerful than in our first several months of this life. Jasper. Is that your final answer? No, Carlisle. Do you want me to read them? <laughs> Yes, please. <laughs> a, Alice, B, Carlisle, C, Jasper, D, Emmett. It's Carlisle. It is now that Car- I hear it, I hear it in his voice in my mind yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is Carlisle. Good change. Good switch. My mind did the same exact thing where I was like, Jasper. And I was like, no, it's Carlisle. Right. I think every, I don't know if everyone forgot. Well, it's we because still Jasper have- always teaches everyone about bat- fighting and battling yeah. and the newborns. Mm-hmm. And, and so newborns, yeah. Instantly my mind went there, but it was Carlisle. Yeah. Um. Nobody's used their uh, their switcheroo or their lifeline. Well, I would have been helpful on that one specifically. There's like two that I know. <laughs> I didn't know the Jared one either. Because um, no one knows who Jared is at this point. <laughs> I feel bad. We need, we need re- to redeem Jared. Jared. And, and get, him, get him on the, on the podcast. I Let's know, find right? out who played Jared. <laughs> Good idea. All right. Number six, New Moon. Get her home. I'm going to go help out over at Harry's place. A, Embry. B, Seth, C, Sam, or D, Quill? Sam. The answer is Sam. All right. We have a tie, don't we? That was pretty good. All right. We have a tiebreaker. Are you guys ready? I'm going to read off the question. There's no multiple choice. You're just going to go for it. Blurt it out. Ready? Okay. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do it. The tiebreaker movie is... The best one of all of them, in my personal opinion, it's Twilight. We didn't realize the territory had been claimed. James. Ah, I know. Go for it. Oh. Wait, what did Riley say? It's, James. It's Laurent at the baseball game. It is Laurent. Laurent. Yeah. It is Laurent. <laughs> nice job. Well Good done. job. 
Thank you. Thank you. That was fun. <laughs> we got some, um, I mean, it's never, they're just so good is the thing. They're always so dang really, good. I heard that question and was like, can I answer? No, I cannot. Did you see it? Well, I could have, we could use a lifeline, I guess. <laughs> I heard you read off the question. I was like, I know this one. Can I answer? And I am not eligible. Um, it's one of those moments too that like it's like their introduction, you know, those other vampires. Yeah. And it's Laurent's always so creepy when he's just like, We didn't know it was claimed. You're like, He did Ooh. such a good yeah. job. I know. I was yeah. like, do I throw in a British accent right now or just like leave it? And I was like, okay, I'll just set the tone. <laughs> it was wasn't good. a British accent. Yeah. It was just like Victorian old English vampire accent. Old, old English. <laughs> old English. Okay, fine. Okay. Yeah. okay, fine. It's well. not British. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, neither is that. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was so fun. Thank you guys for joining us and being a Thank part you. of this. Thank you for having awesome. me. For your stories. Maybe I'll run into you in WeHo one day. Hey, if you're out like um, pushing the newborn baby, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Congratulations, Ashley. Thank you. She is pretty incredible. She's beautiful. It's, yeah. <laughs> Did you name her Renesme or like at- <laughs> I- like Alice Schley. Um, <laughs> no, I named her Kingsley. Um, uh, yes, that's beautiful. Thank you. But yeah, you know what's funny? I don't, like Renesmee, let's be honest, was not a contender. Um, but I do look at the name Jasper and I really like that name and it's a shame that I can't use it. You could, it would be. I would never hear the end of it. No, you wouldn't. I've already gotten like, they compare my wedding to the Twilight wedding as is. So like if I did that, Uh they'd be like, this girl needs to move on. Um, My husband said no to a Twilight wedding. Oh, boo. I mean, yeah. My boyfriend is open for like subtle Twilight. Yeah. You can like subtly do Twilight. They did. Dead bodies over there. <laughs> okay, not that long. <laughs> Only for the after party. Right? Um, okay, amazing. Thank you guys so, so much. It was so nice to meet you. Congratulations, Eric, on your Me win. Um, Thank you. you guys have Ooh, a good job, Riley. Day. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much. See ya. Okay, now we're going to move on to some voicemails that you guys sent in. Um, I also, I love everything that you guys do. So I'm very excited about these voicemails also. I love the voicemails and I miss these. Yeah, they're always, again, I'm just, I'm just blown away by you guys. Hi, my name is Elizabeth. First of all, I am a huge fan of the podcast. You guys are hilarious. Mel? I just wanted to say you're not the only one who didn't realize Alice was wearing a wig. I really and truly thought that was her hair until like the fourth time I watched the movie. And Ashley, I was wondering what was the hardest scene to film without laughing and why? First of all, thank you for that validation. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, a lot of people didn't realize it was a wig. A, a lot of yeah. people. So n- you guys are not alone. Um, the hardest scene to film without laughing. I mean, there was the moment, which is like totally inappropriate, but like when Bella's dying on her deathbed, like there was definitely, <laughs> definitely some moments, I think between Peter and I where it was, it was hard not to cry. We also like, you have to understand that this is probably, I think it was like four o'clock in the morning. Um, and so we were a little bit loopy and we were just kind of having, you know, fun with the doll. But I just remember that being something, that being a moment where like we should not be laughing, that it was uh, a little, 
tough to to keep a straight face. There was also just moments in general, like anytime you saw all of us together where we each had like our own little monologue, it again, like by the time it would get to like the fifth cast member, it was really hard not to laugh because we were so like, you're just listening to the same thing being said over and over and over again. And then the words start feeling like gibberish. Um, so I think those, I don't know, those two moments. Hi, I'm Sarah Catherine. And I'm Taylor. And we are two Twilight Obsessed besties that have been absolutely loving the podcast. And we want to challenge you two to a game of besties trivia and see which team of besties knows Twilight best. And if you two are too scared to take us on for trivia, we still have a question for Ashley. Um, There's been so much Twilight merch released throughout the years, and we would love to know what is the weirdest piece of merch you've ever seen your face on. Yes. So thank y'all so, so much. And Melanie, we do forgive you for not knowing where Shreveport, Louisiana, our hometown is. Yes. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. Um, I feel like that's going to be, now we have to take them on in a, a new episode. That was, pre- although I'm like, you guys are really going to crush us. It's fine. Um, There's no probably. They're 100% Shreveport, I, I mean, to be fair, Shreveport, I know because I filmed there, but <laughs> if you haven't been there, it doesn't pop up in a lot of conversations. Yeah. Um, yeah. But lovely people. But it's okay. Love Louisiana though. Yeah. Close to Baton Rouge. <laughs> um, okay. So the, I don't know that I've, I've seen I've been sheltered uh, that I've seen like myself on any weird on anything weird. I feel like like Rob got more of that than or like the guys in general got more of the questionable um, stuff where mine is mine's always just like betting on Alice or like it's I don't know. Have you seen any weird stuff, Mel? I haven't, but I, I guess just like what I've searched for and what I would see, it wouldn't be that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess, I mean, just in general, if you see like a full face tattoo on someone and it's your own face. Yeah, that I is, guess someone's body. Is, my face on someone's body is quite strange. Is <laughs> that, there that your face know. on someone's? Yeah. Does anyone out there have Ashley's face tattooed on their body? Please come, send it Come in. forward. Send a pic. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, I've definitely seen like people, like I... I, I remember I was at a rap party for a film that I did. Um, and we basically were like, we'll give you a hundred bucks to go get her name tattooed on you. And he went out and did it. <laughs> so wow. someone walking around with Ashley Green tattoo. Um, he would have had a bucks. good time at your baby shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but that one was like, I was like, whoa, he actually did it. Ah. Wow. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Now I'm going to go on a deep dive search of like the weirdest Alice Cullen merch ever. Do you think he went and added Corey to it afterwards? <laughs> got to stay relevant, you know? Yeah, Maybe. you know? Got to stay current. <laughs> Maybe I'll, next time I'm in Arkansas, I'll check in. <laughs> yeah. Arkansas. Arkansas. Hi, my name is Brittany, and my daughter and I are Twilight fans. I just showed her all movies this past Christmas break. She's nine years old, and she has a question for you. What was the most embarrassing mistake you made in the film? <laughs> that was adorable. Um, I love your little voice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, the most embarrassing. I feel like you just like we embarrass ourselves all the time and like slip and slide. And I mean, for me, I think in the in the moment, it was when I hit the cameraman with the baseball <laughs> during the. <laughs> during the baseball scene. Um, because I, you know, I'm not a pitcher. 
um, we had like a professional baseball player teaching us, thankfully, how to how to look good. But um, they wanted this, you know, they wanted the baseball as close to the camera as possible, which is a really dangerous place to be. Um, and so one of the times I actually hit, I hit the camera and hit the cameraman. So that for me was probably embarrassing because I forgot lines like here and there, but that's expected at some point. But yeah, that's, that sucked. I felt really bad. Hi everyone. I'm Camilla from Poland and I'm a huge Twilight fan. Also, I'm so happy to be here and I have this burning question to Ashley. So Ashley, you said that Twilight was your first big job and I'm wondering if maybe you had some people in your life that treated you differently after uh, Twilight was getting famous. I mean, were there some fake people because you got famous by Twilight? I'm so happy that I could be here. Thank you so much. I love what you're doing and have a great day. Thank you for your question. Um, okay, so... Good question. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, pretty good about filtering out. Like, I have a pretty small group of friends that I've... Well, yeah, the same friends that I've had for a really long time. Um, so for me, that part wasn't like... It was crazy and exciting for my friends, but not like it didn't necessarily change their perspective of me. Like they were almost along for the ride too, where they were just like, this is freaking wild. Um, you know, you definitely do start seeing people, new people introduce, treat you differently or look at you differently, or like there's not this like ease there. And there's definitely like, they call them yes friends. Um, where, you know, you, you create these, these friendships, but because of what you do, they're much more likely to just kind of go along with everything that you say or do, which is not really what a friendship should be. Um, so I kind of had to navigate that. And then I think like the weirdest thing for me though, was the, my family, my extended family, um, you know, all of a sudden we're just like, not that they, it wasn't like, bad per se, but it was just different where they were just so, I was the first famous person that they ever knew. And so like, I would go home for holidays and it would just be this onslaught of like, well, have you met this person? And who is this person? And how's it working with this person? And tell me about being on set. And it just like shifted because before it was like, you're our cousin and whatever, you know, like it was just like a, a weird, um, transition to have to go through, which eventually kind of like died down, but it was definitely, um, a little bit, uh, confusing for me to navigate in the thick of it to begin with. Cause I was just like, wait, you're my family. Like, why is this, you know, why do I feel like this is like a different relationship all of a sudden? So, you know, that was something that we, we had to figure out. And then of course they became dulled, not dulled the wrong word, but like they got used to it the same way that, that anyone would, I guess. Good question. Yeah. That I've never asked you. Um, uh, per usual, those okay. were incredible questions. Thank you guys so much for sending them in. Um, and I think that wraps it up for us, right? I think so. I had a thought though. That meme is hilarious and <laughs> it, is. <laughs> it is really funny. And there's, I think you probably have some memes out there, right? Uh, oh yeah. How, how is that for you? <laughs> uh, you know, it's super fun when my friends send them to me in group chats. <laughs> I'm that friend. I send those beams to you in group chats. Yeah. Um, I had an idea. Tell me what you think. I would love to see what the fans can come up with as far as Twilight Effect memes. Oh, that's fun. 
Yeah. And um, maybe some fan art too, because there's some really cool fan art out there. Oh, yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm staring at something that looks like fan art in your kitchen right now. But wouldn't that be fun to see all the memes that they can come up with? Um, <laughs> this is going to be hilarious. So, one, so I can live eternally on the internet by way of meme, but also because they're just so flipping funny. So <laughs> then we can send them to moving memes that we can send to each other in group chats. Yes, but or not um, moving to any of them. Any meme will do. Any meme will do. The moving ones are super funny, though. Um, so memes and fan art, and you can send them into twilight at castmedia.com. They're going to be like, what are we getting? <laughs> no, and we'll, we'll, we'll pick some of our favorite ones and we'll show them on the next episode. Amazing. I love this. Okay, That's a good. great idea. We're doing it. Okay. Right, so send them in. Next up, we'll be doing a deep dive um, on the movie's costume design. This is always a topic of conversation, like starting with especially the wigs. So I can't wait to dive into that. Um, it's, been, it's been requested a lot. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're doing it. Um, and that is it for us. So we're going to wrap up this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to write into Twilight at castmedia.com if you have any questions for us, or you can leave a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash twilight. Keep dropping us those ratings and reviews. And don't forget to follow or subscribe to the show. And we will see you next week. With your memes. With your memes. <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye.